Hey guys, welcome to uh, Simple Can episode 26. I have the wonderful Rahul Subramanian with the N. Yes, thank, thank you. you Kenny for saying. Kenny is one of the few people who like pronounces my last name. Because correctly. for the longest time I thought it was Subramaniam mm-hmm. and then I realized it was N and then I was very particular I'll, I'll do it correctly. Also uh, Rahul the first Goa guest. Oh yeah. Yeah. We are in Goa guys. So I was very excited hmm. to have Rahul on the on the show. I was going to shoot you uh, in the hotel we were in for that project Correct. after Akash. But I had a rule in Simple Game that the audience has to react to every episode. Uh-huh. I don't want to do like two episodes without uploading it. Yeah. it then it felt like, uh, you know, like I'm, it made it work. And the whole point was that I'm making this for the audience. So I thought, okay, let that the episode come out of Akash and then I'll do yeah. Rahul and the universe conspired and Rahul is here for a show. Yeah. Also, I think it's a great thing because uh, since then I have grown as a person. <laughs> you have. Yeah. I have changed a lot. My perspectives about life have changed. So are you be, uh, serious or like you're joking? I, I, I don't know, man. I think it, I'm serious. It did change for me though. Yes, it did change for <laughs> it a lot. It changed for me. <laughs> I think I, I yeah. you know, in the nicest way, realize I can't do certain things. In comedy anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I know what you... I, I I exactly know what you're saying. I was like, I thought I could do this, but I can't. Yeah, I, I also realized like... Uh, there are good people and bad people. but <laughs> And also, circumstances actually define how you are. How you react in a, in a situation with pressure really is a judge of character. Yes. Anyway, this is too vague without context. I'll give you I'll give you one example. So, yeah. I, I play football. You yeah. know that Kenny said. Right? So, three years back, I started playing football again. So there are two groups. Uh, one is a very like group filled with these young boys, you know, all 2020, really good players. I'm shit in front of them. Okay. But it's it's great because your game improves and it's fast paced and stuff. And there's another group, which is almost people who have like, who never thought they can play football again. And it's just like, wow, God has given you another opportunity. No, it's damn chill. That, that It's damn chill. Take care. And now I've realized I enjoy playing with the chiller group way more. Because there's no pressure. There's no one trying trying to slide tackle you hmm. just because you might go and score a goal. People are like, okay, let him. Do you think it's an age thing? I think it's a stage, stage of life thing. Ah, I, correct. Stage of life thing. Yeah, definitely. It because you don't have to prove anything anymore. You don't have to prove anything. And you, you just miss playing football. So when you're playing football after a long time, you're like, you know what? I love this feeling of playing football. It was not about... It's also like winning, impressing. You don't want to impress anymore. It's too tiring to impress people. So uh, uh, Rahul asked me, what are the do's and don'ts of this podcast? Yeah. The best thing about this podcast is that it's not live. <laughs> oh, I mean, you can edit things. I up. can edit things. So we could have an amazing conversation, which is completely not acceptable. Wow. For uh, public. Okay. So I'll rumor it. So Rahul, you have to have no attention. Okay. Say wow. whatever you want. And then but later, you're not going to store it somewhere like, and someone retrieves it in future when I become super No, but famous. then I'll also go with you, you know. Like yes. if you get in trouble, I'll also get in trouble. Mm. So you're saying that if you get more famous than how famous you are. 
Yeah. I'll use it against you to take you down. Not you, but I mean anyone else can. I'll burn the disc. Can you please do yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> Once. I also show the episode to the guest after before I upload it. Wow, you are like in that Indian mother stage. Like you're too kind. You don't have, you have <laughs> no, to do that. No, you know why? Hmm. I've I've felt very used sometimes where I've done a video with someone mm-hmm. and there was an unfavorable point in the video mm-hmm. and i assumed that the other person would remove Just it remote, but yeah. they kept it cuz they thought it'll get more views okay so i'm like i don't want anyone to do that fair i don't want to do that to someone fair so I'll but send because you. it's not happened with me i just feel like this is too kind no no but it's yeah. required now <laughs> without things are <laughs> yes, yes no no i'll go through it it's required. I'll, i'll share my feedback so and uh, we have questions from the audience right? okay now what happens is It's very hard not to give advice. See, when there's a microphone in front of you huh. and there's cameras around, yeah. you feel like whatever you're saying has to be damn good. So That's we get into this uh, zone of the perfect answer, okay? Yeah. So you don't have to do that. You have to just give advice. If you're giving advice to yourself, mm. you don't give like general diplomatic um true perfect answer. You're like you give real advice. Yeah. Like huh. Like for example, if you were comparative and there was a question and you said no you have to be competitive but if you had to give it a general audience you'd be like see there's no thing like winning or losing it depends but you know you are competitive so yeah. you should say no you should be competitive got it. so like that so giving advice to yourself okay how to me yeah that also works so it's not like i i don't have to say things like i mean it depends yeah yeah that's very really annoying person you are yeah, yeah. Like, i'm just going to put myself in your shoes and give myself an advice yeah because it's yeah. i don't think you can give advice for someone else's life it doesn't apply to them No matter how you frame yeah. it, like uh, you had a very nice thing you said one day. I think someone was undermining how easy it is to get views in India because we have numbers. Yeah. And you said a very sweet thing. You said, "But isn't it also true that uh, then someone was undermining my stuff?" And then you said, "But isn't it also true that uh, Kenny had to choose such a different field exactly from a young age and navigate through it when yeah. it's not a very common thing mm. so i was like oh that's a nice cuz i always think that it is easy that we are very lucky that it's a new not easy but it's a new industry and we were the first to come in but i also kind of undermine the cuz you put me it's, in the perspective like for you it was hard yeah. don't admit like don't say it's not hard for you so yeah, it was hard but i if i look generally how hard other people's lives are. i think the problem is we uh, treat lucky and courage as two separate things it's not so you can feel lucky that you found courage so that's you're feeling lucky you don't know why you're feeling lucky you feel like oh i landed up being a stand up comedian and at the right time but uh, you were lucky to find your courage at that point of time which is amazing and i have i have to share one story okay yeah. and this is very and this this all indian stand up comedians have this one thing lot of them they have this thing like oh, this is nothing we are like doing mediocre art real art is happening in the west okay and i don't buy this at all i don't buy this at all because i'll tell you so i was when i was in us uh, i was in canada i was doing a show i didn't i went to an open mic with bunch of my friends okay and they were doing some open mic and they were drunk my friends so they obviously they said oh he's also a comedian which is i hate it you know i don't want to do that i'm just there to see how the scene is so we met those guys after and one of them was talking and i was like it's like so how long have you been doing stand up i said i've been doing it for four years well like, great great where can i see your work i said i have a special on amazon prime video <laughs> he just spat his drink okay what he couldn't believe it because he's been doing it for 15 years okay oh. it's like what and he i could see that he was was little angry of inside course, yeah. he was like what 
I mean, we have been doing it for 15 years. You know, for us to even get a 30 minute spot, it takes a lot. You guys are damn lucky, man. I said, you guys are damn lucky. In four years, you have a stand-up special. And I was like, but you have roads. <laughs> There's no pothole. You have, you have, you you have free healthcare. Yeah. I mean, come on. You win some, you lose some, man. It, how, how much more difficult it is for an Indian engineer who has also done MBA, like life is said. For someone... Yeah. That's why it's no surprise that Indian people in America do really well. Because the obstacles are like laughable for them. Correct. They're like, oh, you want me to work four hours more? I thought I, w- <laughs> I had to work four hours more. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're right. The uh, mm. No, this is also... Um, you're right. I was just going to say the same thing when I went to America. No offense. But I went to an open mic. It was quite sad. The jokes were quite sad. And I realized, oh, we're not that bad. Because even I used to believe that yeah. we are doing a borrowed art form. In India and imitating it, oh. but I'm like, we're also good at. No, I'm saying for obvi- for the time we've invested. Objectively, of course, there are comedians who who have done amazing work. So, like yeah. some my favorite comedians are not from India. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, I have I to rank of, them, yeah. But that does not mean what we do here is anything lesser. And what we are doing at such a short span of time. Yeah. And considering our backgrounds, all of us to take this step, it's it's I think I think that undermining. Like just because such, like Sachin Tendulkar probably the best cricketer ever. But that doesn't mean if you're in Switzerland and you're selected for the national team, you don't play. Because you know what? Sachin is much better. No, you're still you're the best here. You do. And, and every, I mean, my favorite comment is, um, I mean, I read a lot of comments uh, that this comedian's not good. Have you checked out Dave Chappelle and, and uh, Bill Burr? I'm like, by that logic... You should walk into an IT office, look at one employee and be like, have you seen Steve Jobs? <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. So I'm like, you can't compare us to yeah. the, even in stand-up itself, they are legends. Yeah. It's not like they're good. They're like unbelievably amazing. Okay. Uh, but obviously, I think uh, people who say shit, say shit. Kenny, you know, I got a comment in one of my YouTube videos <laughs> saying that uh, this is shit. <laughs> Dave Chappelle is much better. <laughs> now, Okay. I didn't, I didn't get offended because yeah. it's almost like, yeah, I mean, yeah. the fact that he even considered to compare <laughs> me with Dave Chappelle, I thought I've reached a certain level with just that comment, you know? Yeah. I was just feeling nice about it. Like, okay, it's between Dave and me now. All right. That's also a very interesting thing with the audience that when I was younger, my goal was I want to make everyone happy, like happy, yeah. like my stuff. Now, when I, <laughs> when I'm this stage of life, mm. I'm like, no, I want my audience. Before it was a negative to have your own audience. Correct. You know, your your own audience is biased. But then I go to like a comic that I really don't like. And I see that they love that comic. And then I'm like, oh my God, if they love this, I don't want them to watch my thing. Because <laughs> I think this is terrible. <laughs> and if this... So then I realized that, yeah. oh, there's no right and wrong. There's no... Correct. You have your own audience. That's great. And... Uh, yeah, yeah make- I think I love. Huh, I also love the fact that having your own audience yeah. because these are people who like what you like. Yeah, and that's what you want. You can't, which is a dream. Which it's- is a dream, right? Yeah. Like, and very few people get to like reach a stage wherein they have their audience. Like, yeah. I know my audience will like what I'm doing, and and then I think the give and take is also much better. Did you um, in the? I mean, obviously, my stuff. I mean, when you're in a lineup of many comics. Mm-hmm. This is back in the day when you had your job. Um, did you have that? What What was your 
mindset when you went into a show with six comics what did you want the audience to oh yeah so i used to, i i wanted to know, first of all when i started off like just i didn't want to be the least laughed ha huh. like that little competition the is there yeah i didn't want to be the least that yeah. that's when i started off then year down the line i wanted to be the person i f- i used to feel bad if there was some other comic who got more laughs than me i used to feel bad about it so and this this was there for a while because in a lineup it, of you, course whatever you say it's not a competition but at the end of the day when you go back to the green room there is one person who's much happier and there's one person <laughs> who's not it's i'm saying i don't even have an opinion on that now i just want to go on stage and enjoy yeah it's very idealistic but that's the aim yeah and that's what happens when you have your own audience and your own show because they are not judge comparing you they are only comparing you with your previous stuff true which is okay i mean when they say rahul yaar yeah, your previous crowd work video was better and like wo bhi maine hi banaya yaar yeah. come on that's also me so yeah. it's just fine you know i had a great uh, very like insightful moment when i went to comedy cell in new york and there was one night at uh, it was the show that 10:30 it went on till 2:30 huh. and everyone was good okay and then i realized that obviously what you said was also true everyone didn't get the same laughs Correct. but everyone was good and then i realized that all the comics who come there are so used to everyone being good hmm. that their goal was oh i'm not here to be the funniest i'm here to show you that i that me type of funny exists correct so then there's then there's no pressure because they'll call someone and it's like for example an african american comic who's high energy has great uh, act outs The next guy is some white dude who went to China. He's like I don't need to compete with that guy because yeah. I have a story about me going to China. Yeah. And no one else will have that story on the line. And then then another female comic came and she had a bit about moving from another city to She's like have you heard me telling you this story? This story, yeah. No one will ever do it because yeah, it's, it's my, my story. story. So that's when it hit me that when it anytime I used to I'm this much later in my career when I felt slightly less insecure. Mm-hmm. I used to watch everyone kill I'm like It's okay. But they haven't seen me yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. It's not like I'm better or worse. It's like but they haven't seen me. Yeah. So I have that to offer. It's just me to offer nothing else. I remember Canvas Laugh Club and and you are the one who gave I remember so in Canvas Laugh Club when there was a lineup I was an open spot. Yeah. You know so for people who don't know there's to be a lineup of three comedians who are like established comedians. The show is they they are the faces on the poster. and canvas laugh club used to give uh, chances to new upcoming comedians to do a 10 minute spot so that they get an audience to perform so i remember we were in a lineup uh, i was the open spot kenny was the closing act and before kenny the audience didn't respond much to the other comics and the general chatter in the green room and used to not talk a lot in green rooms <laughs> kenny was very kenny i think you flew down from bangalore this was yeah. the, he used to be very quiet and observant maybe i don't know <laughs> Kenny didn't talk much. I was mortified. Cuz I also back then I just wanted everyone to like me. Mm. And I think I used to get very overwhelmed. I didn't want to say the wrong thing. Okay. So just be quiet. No, but you said the right thing to me. I remember uh-huh. and uh, uh I was about so everyone said the sh- uh, crowd kharab hai, unko sense of humor nahi. One of the best thing is to blame the crowd. Yeah. Crowd ko kuch nahi aata. Inko kya pata? And so I was very nervous because I was doing an open spot and you were backstage with me. I was about to go and i i i told you like i think the they're saying the crowd is bad what should i do you know I, and i was like 
फर्क नहीं पड़ता है जस्ट करके आता है बिकॉज दैट वॉज अ टॉक बैक ठीक है यार कुछ भी करके द क्राउड इज बैड एंड यू टोल्ड मी लाइक लिसन देव स्टिल पेड मनी एंड इट्स नॉट अबाउट यू एज अ कमेडियन वेन यू आर परफॉर्मिंग इट्स नॉट अबाउट देव पेड मनी दे हैव पेड देर आर्ट दे आर सिटिंग एट इलेवन पी एम एंड देव पेड मनी टू वॉच यूर अ सर्विस प्रोवाइडर एट द एंड ऑफ द डे सो डू जस्टिस Yeah. Their reaction is their reaction to do justice. I think that also is very important. Yeah. We should take us like stop giving us so much importance. Like whether I'll be better than the other. Forget <laughs> that there are people who have come to see you. Also, like if you were sitting, if you were sitting in the audience, you'd be like, "Are at least put some effort." <laughs> I'm sitting here. I'm listening to you. I mean, you give your best. No, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like yeah. if you watch a movie in which only the the protagonist <laughs> is acting well, others are like, "Hati ke yar." Yeah. I mean, I don't want to act well. You know, it's not. Yeah, it's not right. So you guys matter. Of course, your own audience. Okay, have the comedians on. Fuck them. I oh man, know. it's like whenever I go open for Biswa, it's so hard. <laughs> and I found a hack. Okay, uh-huh. the hack is obviously addressing it, mm. and I'll make I'll I'll assume what they are thinking, huh. which is what Biswa thinks about me. Okay. So I'll go on stage. I'll be like, I know, I know, I'm not Biswa, yeah. and I I can't be. I don't have that uh, uh, energy. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I, you must look at me and be like, who's this soft guy? He probably smells nice. <laughs> he probably takes a bath, <laughs> and he probably is kind to people. What a lame little. So I'm saying nice things yeah. about me, but in a negative way. And then they start laughing because I'm yeah. just demeaning myself, which is also. Mm. Uh, Kind of accepting my role in the show, and it takes a good three minutes. Then it's like literally simmer and boiling. Then only I can do my jokes. Yeah, and that's like a true test of a joke is when you go to an audience who clearly does not like your style, and then still win them over. That stuff is fun, people. but sometimes it doesn't go that well. Also, so we'll come to our first question. One um, minute, Kenny. How how did you get these questions? Yeah, so. That's so. That's why I said, not that the previous episode has to be uploaded. Huh. So Akash's episode, I uploaded. I got questions. Oh, then the last episode was the one year anniversary mm. of Simple Game. So they have questions in that video, which is a question for this episode. Okay, they have generic questions. Generic questions. To so they don't the know guest. that they don't know that you are. Here. Okay, got. So which is also um, interesting because uh, yeah, they want. It's not a question you would get. Because it's not directed at you. Yeah. It's a general question, so it's interesting. So I also choose because I want to know what you think. Okay. Okay. So okay. Rishi Prabhakar says. So I asked him what are the themes that I've because it was one year. Mm. What are the themes that I spoke about earlier that interested you or stuck with you? So Rishi Prabhakar said I felt the episode you highlighted on men being feminine. and emotional resonated with me the most mm-hmm. i've always been covertly insecure about my so called feminine qualities like i get moody and emotional and stuff mm-hmm. it is good to hear from you that not being manly for a man is completely okay and as we humans deserve to get our feelings uh, acknowledged and validated and it's not wrong at all that was my favorite question by the way this is very tough for me to confess in public comment section thank you very much so the context oh. for this is i always considered myself to be very feminine mm-hmm. uh i think me going to the gym and working out was like a response to i oh okay. some level of being able to show i'm masculine huh. as well i like it though but i feel there's some motivation of defending myself mm. by coming as strong i can be feminine but if you mess with me i'll beat you up i think some is there somewhere 10 20% is there because i was bullied a lot um and also I don't know I think I do a lot of 
things that uh, I like I'm very touchy with my guy friends mm. as a joke right but a lot of guys genuinely don't like that joke <laughs> like like I'll go kiss Kanan in the cheek and he he doesn't enjoy that <laughs> now he's fine <laughs> I do it because it's like you're not allowed to do that right? God I know that the joke is that hey I'm doing something which I'm not allowed yeah, yeah. but then I've noticed how some women perceive me as being too feminine as okay which is unattractive because I think some women like masculine qualities like okay. very stoic yeah. deep voice mm. rugged mm-hmm. not clean shaven yeah so I was talking about that and it took again like all insecurities I grew out of it, it. accepted who I am yeah now it's an in thing of it now it's to be thing. sensitive yeah what is your outlook of being a guy or a man whatever insecure about so i'll tell you things i was insecure about in school i was insecure about my height so i realized that whatever i was insecure about growing up i became very secure about it naturally and with because it's like no option no but a lot so, of people don't so reach that point where if they're insecure about something it stays for life yeah maybe there are a few things yeah. i don't I mean, it's not coming to me at this point of like i guess not height. many things <laughs> so height i was insecure about i was insecure about the way i look huh. very insecure but i'm not good looking as compared to do you want us to say other, that you're extremely no, no, cute very, no i'm very i'm, I'm now very now you said you're secure i'm very very secure right now about about these things too. Yeah. so it's also very i could never get, i was i've never been in a physical fight apart from my with my own brother okay and and i used to because i get scared like when it comes to my hands don't move if You know, kids fight a lot so yeah. i couldn't do that a lot and that used to also bother me a lot because whenever there used to be a fight in school and stuff adab will be like chalo dekhte hain unko you know and i had to do chalo dekhte hain but i couldn't i was very scared because when it comes to confrontation i wouldn't be able to do anything so same here bro so i never wanted from inside me that i can do that now i'm very okay saying no i don't want to fight you fight Mm. So I'm very very okay. I I like these qualities because I think it's more for me it was not about masculine feminine. I've never I've not even tried to differentiate what comes where. Yeah, I mean it's tricky and also you yeah. could offend someone by calling something feminine and masculine. But you know what I mean, right? Like I know what you mean. Placeholders for certain behaviors that are considered Correct. No, I'm saying I didn't even give a thought about for me it was like these are things which are coming naturally to me yeah. and I am ashamed of them. Yeah. and then after a point of time you know what these are things coming naturally to me i love them yeah. so i think that shift happened in a lot of things and there are a few things which i am working on so irrespective of the question my advice to you <laughs> rishi is yeah, that uh, rishi. it's you so just yeah. i think it's a, it's a choice and it's very simple choice you have this you like it you don't like it just decide to like it and i think it, that's it What is your peak insecure age and what is your peak secure age? Okay, there are a lot of things I'm still insecure about. Ah. So, uh-huh. do you would you say right, that I am peak secure right now? Yeah, and I'm peak insecure was when I was in ninth, eighth standard, ninth standard. That younger? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was more insecure in my teenage. No, there was a phase eighth standard to till the time I was say in engineering. So it was like from, ah, same, same, same. Like it was a good, yeah. good amount. Yeah. So. I, I never had there was a, never a girl who had a crush on me things like this you know and then and everyone else had stories and stuff I was the funny guy yeah funny guy is uh, is okay <laughs> I mean uh, you know what funny, funny funny guy is great just, if you are a professional comedian yeah being funny guy 
in general is actually very bad like people mock you you get bullied 100% funny guy you're no? the funny guy yeah obviously course, i'm the funny guy luckily i think i became less funny huh. after i became a pro- professional comedian God. because i became so secure ha huh. like but when you <laughs> no one reassuring you you're funny yeah, you're always funny trying. i told him the hose is funny guy ka problem hai ki when you are the funny guy you're entertaining so when you're yeah so you make everyone laugh and then they go have sex with each other so it's a very you know like this. so like you have I, to hold the crowd as long as possible so that you get maximum time with them yeah. before they fuck each other yeah. no one fucks you yeah, and, and exactly and so, so you create the mahal and everyone else is reaping the benefit but you know it you know you know that's your role and you still accept it because what is the other thing you don't even create the mahal that at least something <laughs> like something you have to get you know yeah. i that's so true because sometimes in a comedy show hmm. a guy will come with his date and use the comedian to build the mall she laughs and often come and then he'll be like you're ready now let's go <laughs> like he doesn't do the hard work yeah. of m- making her laugh or light hearted i'm like hey, this is this is not allowed <laughs> that's that's almost like i take my date to a rich guy's house and be like isn't this amazing stuff come let's go come let's go <laughs> like i give you the feeling of yeah um i don't know if that's shallow mm. <laughs> uh but yeah so thank you rishi for bringing that thanks up. rishi this is not a question it's just a funny comment mriganka magotra said shit man i finished my food now i have to watch it without food <laughs> now i have to watch it without food <laughs> which i found great, it's great. It's great because it's so honest that she's <laughs> describing her situation is when you choose a movie on netflix or yeah. amazon and he's when yeah. while you're choosing you ate your food and now you're with an empty plate and dirty hands and you're just like <laughs> Yeah that's a it happens you know when you watch one of my uh, like least favorite things when I'm watching something and when I'm grip it's very gripping and I'm also eating I love the I love eating and watching together Yeah no Yeah I love it I don't know there's something it's always Why is that it's so nice it's to wait, wait wait don't start it let me get my food it's a it's a common thing you know yeah. and it's exciting you know Do you think it's because it's like a threesome Yeah I think it's an overload like, of sensory oh, I love stuff. that I love this yeah. together it's amazing and then and then one of the people in the threesome walk away then you just feel and not just yeah. walk away after making a mess walks yeah. away they don't even clean up yeah and th- that's how it feels so that's that's a ve- that's the best analogy mm. you're right it's a sensory overload okay this is a little long actually before i forget so raul's primarily comedy style is obviously crowd work right it's something you've leaned into more now not primary but right you now i'm i'm leaning into that more now no so Okay so I have uh, I love stand up as an art form of course, yeah. I love going on stage and making people laugh and whatever uh so I kal mai odega sa stand up special let's say stand up correct I have another stand up special which is what I worked on it's called is this even comedy but when I was about to tour that I was also doing green revolution ka open mics and that's when uh, they started something called as crowd work they were experimenting with formats and i did it and i enjoyed it and rohan desai and shrimoy the lovely producers yeah. from uh, green revolution they said rahul you have to do this 
as a one hour show you are very good at it you have to and the best thing is you enjoy yeah. doing it on stage also those two are so sweet at giving us that extra push that right. we don't have ourselves yeah yeah yes, they're sir. very good at it yeah. they're very they're very honest about it or they're great actors one of the two but it doesn't matter no but when they don't like something you know they don't like something yeah so that's when they like something i'm like okay you really mean it which is true because yeah. they've also said things like ye mujhe nahi pasand hai yeah. so so they push and you know what i just if you just feel as if wow you got another skill set like true and so it started from there and i just wanted to you know when you're doing something which you're good at or which you like doing and then suddenly someone gives you another option that you know what you can do this also right. the novelty of that is exciting yeah because you can always do this yeah it's there my this. my stand up special is there yeah i'll come to it little bit yeah. so that's why i started doing this crowd work yeah and i enjoyed it a lot so right now i'm in a phase it's just a phase so this crowd work will lead to a crowd work special on some platform who knows what who knows who knows and then once it does then i'll go back to doing my stand up so it's so right now i'm in that crowd work this is the project i'm working on good now i i was just telling uh, a friend how your brain must be now so differently wired <laughs> because if you're always doing crowd work and you're always reacting on the spot and which is different from improv see improv is coming up with ideas and concepts but a crowd work comic has to come with a punchline Mm. You can't just say an idea. That's yeah. not enough. You have to say a well, powerfully performed, funny line. And uh, the show we were recording, which we can't talk about, Raul was like the funniest guy because <laughs> off stage, a, off stage. But he had a joke stage. about he had a joke about everything all the time. <laughs> and I was just saying, oh, I like. We thought I thought it was novelty that mm. oh I've not heard someone cra- cracking jokes when I'm not expecting it. But no. It was not novelty. It was funny the whole time, and at after point, I was amazed. Like, oh my god, he's really good at this. And then I was like, yeah. man, I also now want to do at least some portions of my shows as crowd work because it yeah. keeps you so nicely. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying that it's it has to be done like a muscle. Like you have to sharpen it, and your yeah. your crowd of muscle must be super well oiled. Like now, when you do stand up, I'm telling you, it's not. Like it's going to be difficult. Yeah, I, unconsciously you'll say something. So I have you. There are so many times when we will decide we'll do a show somewhere, and I would uh, uh, consciously decide because I have a choice: stand up, Kuruya, crowd work. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll say, let me decide. As if I have a choice. At the end, I will say, let's do crowd work. Yeah. So that's why in yeah. Bangalore this time, I've like made it a point. Third March, I'm doing stand up. I'm like, oh. I am doing stand up. Okay. And only stand up. So. So no matter what happens, but I do stand up a yeah. lot, which is corporate shows, which is a different stand up I have. Yeah, only for oh, my corporate. Oh, you're so good audience. at corporates, also. It man. just um, that's not fair. You came from the corporate world, so you have a nice. Well, <laughs> well, you know, like I remember we had this conversation outside the office, and we were walking, and you had asked me, "Kenny, I was thinking of quitting comedy, uh, quitting my job and doing comedy full time." And I was like, "Yeah, of course, man, you should do it." And uh, then I saw you a year or eight months later after you did that, and you you looked visibly happier, happier. and younger. Yeah. And uh, it was a I keep bringing you up whenever I talk to someone. I said Rahul is the example of a creative person who f- who was like not getting enough nutrients <laughs> to its soul because yeah. it was it was trapped in an office, uh-huh. and now you're just like this completely different, happy, flourishing person. 
because you every day you get to do what you love yeah man so it's insane the fact that i can like i can't still believe that i can wake up <laughs> when i want it is just amazing kenny because how many years did you had get up at a particular time 5 years of corporate life yeah and before that mba 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 was fun yeah then 2 years before that so 7 years in all but last 5 years of corporate life and not just 5 years it's very important because last 5 years of corporate life was at a time when ho gaya abhi there is nothing else to look forward to when i was working after my engineering chalo i can do an mba there's yeah. something there's a college life waiting yeah. now there's nothing yeah. this is it and i'm not saying it's bad it depends on what you like yeah. but for me i was feeling very and i had no idea i was feel this is how I feel. this this is the best every day was like this oh, i just uh, yeah because I, as you said it's not good or bad that you're in a 9 to 5 job but there are certain people who definitely shouldn't be doing it because they yeah. there's their calling is somewhere else mm-hmm. and there are some people who flourish in the routine yeah, i love how we we have become so over explanatory the fact that it's very obvious when we said that like no dude, it's not like <laughs> you know what people I mean? get pissed dude people because get... uh, there was one time where i was praising doctors and then there was another profession saying you don't nobody appreciates engineers i said no 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 i was only talking about doctors <laughs> that time that doesn't mean that they are the most important yeah. then when i spoke about how creativity is very hard then i got comments saying but people underestimate 95 people mm. so i did a whole episode about 95 people being great and routine takes work and mm. it's nice to have you know a, a such a nice life where yeah. you you have a lot of responsibilities you can't like screw around you know creative person is screw around but you have responsibilities and then uh, then they got another thing like no 95 people feel inferior because creative people are given so much compliments so i feel like i'm dumb yeah So I was like, okay. So that's why I explain. It's human thing, nature, no? Like, no, I'm saying just that it's. I know I did that too. You did did that too. But I'm just like, it's so obvious that when you say <laughs> yeah. that uh, I was trapped in a nine to five job, does not mean nine to five job is bad. If that is what you think, then your uh, logical interpretation is your logical interpretation is wrong, which means you need to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> which is funnily one of the one of the things they test when they do a corporate interview yeah. <laughs> like they they take your logical reasoning and yeah. apart from your technical skills so i have uh, two more questions and then can you i'm having too much fun if yes. you're having fun then great i don't want to uh, okay this question is a little long so give me a minute to read it so it says purvi sharma says she says dear ken this first part purvi i'm not going to cover now uh which is what's your fondest memory with abish kanis and kanan how did your friendship start uh so hey, i want to say do you know i came for your first improv ever as you guys as improvisers no in b flat that was a first ever improv show of improvisers <laughs> i had done one open mic in yeah. my life yeah. and that's when i met kenny because why not to virgin no i met kenny uh, kenny ne i met kanis virgin yeah. pants Okay, and I was just coming to Bangalore for work, yeah, corporate work. And he came to B flat. And then I realized that you guys were doing that show, and yeah. which was supposed to be your first. I had not heard of Kenny till that point <laughs> at all. But the, I had long hair, no? Then you had long yeah, hair, yeah. and I had Kanan because of the movie reviews, yeah. and Abish because I had seen him perform in Bombay Correct. Canvas, and so, and I booked tickets, and that was your first. show improv show and i laughed so much i don't remember anything from that but i just improv is such a hit and miss i'm glad you saw the good one cuz there are some days 
Also, Ring Bro tickets are very expensive and I feel very, like I scammed so many people. We used to charge thousand bucks for an improv show, which is very expensive. Back in the day. And and I, only I feel like this. I don't uh, think, I think it was justified for other people, but uh, I think the audience liked it, but there were scenes which was bad and my head I was like, this is not a thousand bucks scene. <laughs> this is, uh, the audience deserves better than this. Anyway, so the question is also, you're a comedian and you have a degree uh, of art and sculpture. You believe that you have something interesting in you and uh, will not require to do engineering or uh, MBA and stuff to make sure that you can make a living on your own. So you went ahead and experienced a lot through the journey that you've been through to reach this level and you chose the path of your choice. My question to you is the most of the teenagers are interested in entertainment industry. Can be dance, comedy, music, drama, and are generally not interested in studies because they think, including me, that we don't need it as we think we have talent. I mean, is it okay to not focus much on studies if we truly believe in ourselves? Wow. Or is it like we always have a backup plan as it takes a long journey and we might end up unsatisfied as not everyone reaches that level, even after working really hard for years? Basically, something that we always expect from ourselves. Okay, mm. the reason I took this question. Wow. I get this question in different versions. I always bring it up. How question I think is, uh, I knew that I wanted to do something different. So I didn't do engineering MBA. Mm. I did art and art and sculpture, which by the way, didn't help me at all. It, it pushed you in a direction. It did, but the degree didn't do anything. Yeah, it yeah. was the people I met Correct. that influenced me. So her question is, kids obviously are interested in entertainment industry. Do you think... You can put studies on the sideline and focus on this. Wow. So what I say is, most of the time, you should not follow your dream. Okay. Wow. Most of the time. Most of the time, you should not. Why? No. You have to get the basics done first. But how do you define basics? Like, get one degree. Get one degree. You're defining having a degree as basics. Yeah, just get an undergrad degree. And then you. And get get like like a tangible skill. And if you're really passionate about your dream, then mm. you have to do both. Do the minimum, sacrifice some parties and some sleep mm. and do the passion, but not other way around. Mm. You can't only do passion because I feel like I'm so glad I did 11th and 12th science. Mm. It gave me a minimum level of smartness that a lot of artists who didn't finish the schooling don't have. Huh. I'm glad I went and did my four-year degree because it taught me discipline mm. that even if I don't like something, I have to finish it. And uh, it also, in when you're in an art college, I was lucky, you talk to your seniors a lot. Mm. And it's a nice environment to be around people who are older than you, to, to mingle and they be like, dude, when first year I thought I was, I was the shit. Mm. And now I realize I have to pay for my brother or my family. So just be a little responsible, be professional. All these nice knickknacks you learn in these nice formative years. And do off one job, little bit, just little mm. bit. So that you appreciate how amazing, uh, because a lot of, I mean, this is my personal experience. A lot of comics I've met who have never had any corporate um, experience are so bad Mm. with timelines and so unprofessional because you have no one reminding you of the consequences of your actions, which you only get from a system of an office or a corporate. So experience that a little bit. And then you can do art and you'll never feel insecure because if your art doesn't work, you have tangible skills that'll give you a job. Mm. So that's like a better place to create mm. than this sheer panic of if this doesn't work, I'm fucked. 
and and that's not how you should create art okay create art in a nice place ki if it doesn't work i have a degree i yeah. can get become an accountant and i'll get 20 grand at least 10 grand at least but if you have nothing and then if you're making art then you're not making art you you're what is the most like and the best art created by people who feel they've lost everything or there's nothing i feel that that that's also there but um, unless you i mean i'm saying if if your intention is to be the best at what you're doing you want to be the best yeah so no like i lo- i read a lot of these articles about musicians who thought they could only write if they were high huh? or if they were doing drugs or if they were in a place of pain and how they themselves cleaned up hmm. and got their lives together and then realized that they can still create hmm. that they realized that uh, torment doesn't have to create art yeah something like that's also there yeah i like i like this perspective a lot i yeah. think i like you talked about the musicians who thought this is the way to create and then they relooked looked back at things and they felt little differently yeah. i think whatever you do whatever you do you can always you will always find some things to look back and say ki yaar ye aisa because whatever you have not experienced Correct. you will feel like a part of you will feel like you have missed out on it so i don't know what's the answer i'm just I'm give, I have a different what will you tell Rahul yeah I'm just, I'm giving so right so I did my engineering I did my MBA and now I'm a stand up comedian I have so much like Kumar Varun and me keep we keep talking about it how much gratitude we have for stand up so every now and then we are like you know what and that's why for us you know and KV is very much like me in that perspective like what if I don't get very popular what if my video does not go like we are very okay with it we are like dude we were in a ca- we were in a cubicle <laughs> planning marketing collaterals this is amazing you know we keep going back to that so nothing uh, wrong with making <laughs> marketing collaterals yeah but we used to make it really <laughs> not the right way i was very bad anyway the point is not that the point is that I always felt oh what if I had started doing stand up earlier that's there you know yeah. given a chance I would go back and start during my MBA itself I would create place ready made audience ready made sound system everything is there every night I would do open mic all that is there you know I also feel that when I look back at all the things I studied in my school and college and I'm like you know what only if I had concentrated more because I think there was a lot of interesting things which I have which I don't know about so it's not about score it's not about whether i wanted to do do that for life or not it's not even about having a backup for me in like there were interesting things i missed out on anyways i was studying science anyway i was studying engineering i could have at least enjoyed that you know mm-hmm. there's so much like when we do quizzing with kumar varun i feel like an idiot i mean uh, we all feel like idiots and except because, uh, kv chakya and rohan and kanan yeah uh, cuz they're passionate think, right yeah, they yeah. love it and knowledge is i think it's an amazing thing so i so wish like i had concentrated a little more not to score well or not to have a backup just to know stuff more mm-hmm. and i think a lot of those things are interesting so if you are even if you're passionate about something and for whatever reason you have to also go to school or college when you are anyway there at least i mean enjoy that also you might oh. find a lot of interesting things like that's, that's wonderful math and science are damn interesting they're not they're not boring they're boring only if there's a pressure to score and, yeah. and that you don't have if you want to become an artist right you don't want to be the best in that yeah. but at least enjoy that so i think yeah that's exactly true i mean you can choose to make the most of what you already have 
and not make that also painful no so you, you feel, have you to feel f- bad later i'm yeah. saying you will feel bad yeah why don't i know why don't why don't i know what is integration used for i make jokes on that but i'm like you know i studied integration i knew the formula and i have no idea of why it is used i my, my biggest regret is not doing maths properly hai na yeah like it really affects has it affected your uh, stand up life no it, no but i feel like people who were very good at math naturally went into coding and when you go into coding no you have like a wonderful way of looking at life it's kind of like when you start playing chess uh-huh. you start looking at things differently yeah you start you start asking questions like why did that person do that which is a, a mm. key aspect of playing chess mm. key forget about your move why did they do that move correct so it leaks into your life all these coder friends i have they have a very like everything is just something that is not been solved yet beautiful like that's how they look at things so that's possibilities yeah and i feel like coding kind of rewires your brain like that mm. so i feel like maths uh I, i i'm not as entrepreneurial because i get overwhelmed by numbers mm. but i'm like it's not that hard also yeah i'm saying it is interesting yeah. like there are a lot of interesting things which we don't do even though we are not doing anything else at that point of time yeah so maybe it, so this is the last question Okay. Ever. ever on ever asked by human is by Manya Sharma she says uh, the answer that really changed the way i see certain things was when you said that being good in talking to people is a skill that we can learn like learning a guitar or an instrument uh-huh. i being an introvert myself really face this problem almost daily but now i remember what you said i really like can be pretty good at making conversation when the situation requires and i don't have to constrain myself mm. and you even give an example of um sorry give an example of some study on comedians and how they can perform really well on stage and be really different off stage so this is a really cool study i read that yeah. comedians are the only people they have studied that can genuinely behave like an extroverted person on stage and and also genuinely be introverted yeah but they are not extroverted but when they are they are genuinely extroverted mm. the closest person that comes to comedians is actors they were studying why comedians have a higher rate of stress and whatever and actors seem pretty chill compared to comedians mm. and one key thing was actors have a sense of community mm. if the movie did well our movie did well if the movie didn't do ba- uh, badly our movie did badly oh. but a comedian does well it's him if if he failed he failed or she failed and uh, but actors Yeah. In general, are extroverted. Wow. While comedians can genuinely flip between both, which was it was too long. The things. Mm, but that's interesting. It's quite cool. Mm. So I mean, what uh, she's talking about, Mania, is that I think what annoys me is when I think it came from my art college. Huh. My art college was a good prep to the comedy scene, where. all the stereotypes of comedians are there in my art college mm. there's the artist ki any other type of art is bad anything that's popular is bad mm. this is not understood by anybody except few people so it's good it's amazing and if you try to sell it you are a sell out there was the artist just mm. a comedian like that also comedians are like that. there was another comedian who was like are do what works yeah so she used to do splatter work uh-huh. Like this half-heartedly do splatter paint, sell them for twenty grand, dude, and it just piss all us, all of us off because she was quite bad at painting. But she's so smart. She like people like this splatter thing. So give it to them. Give what give what audience wants. Yeah. This one. There was um, 
there was the um, I am just uh, doing this because I like it, mm. but don't give me feedback. Uh, and then I then I saw the artist that was struggling to pay rent, was couldn't afford the college fees, but when I said, "Why don't you sell your paintings?" and mm. said, "That's not my job. My job is to create, not to sell." Mm. So, and and. Um, I was saying that some sometimes I meet a comedian and I say, "Hey, you need to put videos more huh. if you want to sell tickets because you seem upset that your tickets are not selling." And they said, "Like, but I don't know. I I'm a comedian. I don't. I'm not a filmmaker. I'm not a content creator. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, learn it. Yeah. It's like no, but my identity is this. How can I become content creator? I said your identity is nothing. It's not. <laughs> you won't stop being a comedian if you're a content. But what's creator. the other option? You want to you like? No, I'm a comedian. Huh. I'm not a content creator. I want to sell tickets, but I don't want to put up videos. Yeah. I don't want to learn put making videos. Yeah. So I want to keep saying how things are not right. I think it's the dwelling in the situation that's fun. Mm. No, but what's it? So you're not looking for a no. Solution? I don't think it's purposefully done. I don't think it's like. No, no but I'm saying at some point when you look back at what you're saying, like you just try to evaluate. Maybe like, it's it's a it's a long way of saying it's hard. I don't want to do it. Like for example, if you want to lose weight and you really want to lose weight, and then I say, okay, you have to stop having any animal products, then you're like, and you still have animal products. Yeah. It's not like you don't want to lose weight. Yeah, but it's just very hard. But I think I can't do then that. I think yeah. people are. I think then they're okay with things being hard. At yeah, some point, yeah, no, but I'm some, like, but it's constantly upsetting you. So, so there, there's okay, a. Quite, no, I'm saying they're okay with being constantly up, maybe. upset because if at some point you will anywhere, you will take action if it's upsetting you. No, I, no, no, surprisingly, okay. people don't. Like for example, okay. it came from um, an introvert saying that I'm bad at talking to people, but I'm an introvert, mm. and I said no, you don't have to change who you are to. If you just want to talk to people, that's very easy. It's like a skill. It's not unaccessible because you're an introvert. Yeah. So, but ha. Uh, so, okay, maybe not the right analogy. Yeah. I one of the insecurities I had going up was there were these boys like the the guitar boys, the man, people I hate who could, them. Who could sing they're well. The worst man. And uh, you know they could like basketball players. For some reason, Tall if you're a football player, it's not as attractive as you're like basketball players. They're tall guys, no. Not just that; it looks it looks fun. It looks cool. Like at the school level and college level, basketball is a much more fun sport to watch. Correct. Than a football. Okay. So I was like, I used to always like, I want to play the guitar. I want to learn. I would, but I used to never put that effort to learn. So I wanted to be someone who knows to get. I but I didn't want to go through the process of learning. I just wanted to jump to. I already know the guitar. <laughs> So at that point of time, I know why I didn't learn the guitar yeah. because although I would have loved to, the effort that I had to put for that was not worth it in my head, right? So I think then I will. I kept cribbing about how I don't know how to play the guitar. Then I start saying how the, these guitar boys are not because poor boys they have put in effort. But now I'm like, if I am not learning, let diss them. No, that's that's what happens. But I think at but there are things that I really wanted to learn. I did put in an effort, yeah. so I think it. I how think much, how much shit I got, dude, in the beginning when I used to bring the guitar, I used to get shit for being able to act also. <laughs> so this Kenny just act out, acts out his job. I can learn how to act. 
Yeah. Yeah, what shit we get for for the skills you worked on. Yeah, but you know the moment you 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 just don't get affected by what people are and you just enjoy also like yeah. so like yaar kani to sab jagah guitar leke aa jata hai ha na main to sab jagah guitar leke aa jata hu main to guitar hi bajata hu easy hai if you say that na they don't know how to respond hey but it still affects me dude <laughs> no but now it's better yeah. but uh, yeah I, i just couldn't understand then it took me a long time that people say shit because it's le- some something is going on in their head and something comes out of their mouth i have to be like but why is he saying this do they not yeah. like me am i should i relook my work but then i realize that there's a lot of should i say that so some somewhere it's coming correct and you shouldn't read into it yeah like even editing i've we've had this discussion at least three four times and we've like it's a rahul it's not tough look <laughs> because i always go to kenny kenny how do i make videos i have ideas and but but i don't know my phone is not my camera is not good it's lighting is and you'll be like it's not that tough to learn just buy these equipment equipments and you'll learn it yeah I will not I'm not doing it. I still feel <laughs> I'm not doing it. But I know why I'm not doing it. It's not because I feel that it's why should I do it? It's because I don't want to put in the effort. That's yeah, the this, I'll have some joke and I'll ask Kanan what do you think about the punchline? Mm-hmm. And Kanan like I don't I don't think this is the best one you can think of. Mm-hmm. I'm like sure sure. He's like why don't you write 5? <laughs> and then choose the best one. I was like if I could write 5. <laughs> it would not come. <laughs> Yeah. So if like everyone just uh, pushing yourself to do better is a little irritating. <laughs> It's very irritating. I mean, why? Why you guys should have been in just doing in a corporate job right now. Yeah. Anyway, so that brings us to the end of episode twenty six with Rahul Subramanian. Uh, this show actually is available in the audio format. Would you ever listen to uh, an audio version or something if there was a video version? Yeah, while I'm driving. Yeah. So if you're driving, good job, and I think that's the only thing. Not just that, while I'm doing something else. So I think audio is a great like I can just keep. Correct. Given the, it's like uh, audio is a lot of times better than audio. Not much commitment. Like there's so many times I would even though there's an option of doing a video call, I prefer doing a call, phone call itself because. Yeah. No, but also I don't want people to see my face. No, but if you're talking to someone very close, like uh-huh. who, like your parents also. Yeah. That's the best example. Like parents, <laughs> because they are the most important for all of us, as you guys know. There's no debate on this one. They can't say that depends on parents. Oh, I love switching off my video for work calls because yeah. when they say something I don't Same. agree with, I want to react. It's like, like I want to make this face. No, but this is I an exceptional your case. feedback. <laughs> this is an exceptional case. I'm saying when you're talking to someone, you don't mind. Yeah. But still, you will. I think because I think I think like doing this while you're talking. and like just doing other things is more yeah, fun yeah yeah more fun uh-huh, uh-huh. i'm not dedicated this phone call fully yeah. i'm i'm living my life yeah, yeah. what so it might do is you might just like what rewind a bit at some point because you like correct but i think it's fun yeah so it's on uh, any audio platform that plays podcasts uh except sea shells uh on the sea sea shore but it's on it's on gana and apple and google and any any places look for it will be there if it's not there let us know uh we might do something about it and thank you for your questions that's what makes the episode so please write your questions or you can just put it on the instagram page which is simple can podcast just put your questions there so i don't have to read like a lot of comments and i'll miss out your question uh yeah guys thank you hope you had a good weeks 
and uh, let's give a lovely thank you to rahul subramanian thanks thank you kenny i had a great time thanks for having me hey thanks for coming here dude that uh, you're welcome but thanks for having me too i had i had a good time i wish this didn't end this was a no this was a no you know why i ended at this point why like one voice tells me ki we are talking cuz we want to talk ah at this after point where we are like i want this to continue but i'm actually done talking why i stopped the pot <laughs> the whole uh, live thing same this yeah. this this also happened like are we just talking because we are talking we like the talking. moment if, where the thought even comes ki like should we continue to, then i'm like okay i think Correct. it should be so organic that we're not even uh, aware that time is passing and uh, should always leave some from wanting some more you know okay anyway guys i'll just say bye now.